He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Live from the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Long. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a... I don't know. It's um, it's a kind of a misty and rainy down here at the uh, Capitol, but uh, looks like it's going to be a nice, cool day. My wife uh, reported to me that there was some rain overnight, in uh, or some rain, or this morning, sometime up in the hill country. So there you go. Looking forward to uh, still waiting on the peaches. Haven't heard any word. If anybody has any peach news. Let me know. Hey, we have an amazing uh, program lined up for you today. And I, first of all, I want to thank my friend Curly, who uh, was real concerned after last week's uh, remote program about my sound quality. And he suggested uh, a new toy, which uh, Harley was uh, um, uh, very grateful, gracefully uh, uh, purchased for me. So I'm hoping we're uh, coming in a lot better today. And thanks. Uh, to Curly for this uh, suggestion. So the program today, we have, first of all, we're going to talk about where we are and all the bills um, and uh, going to go uh, to Jill Glover's newsletter, going to talk a little bit about Ken Paxton's interview with Glenn Beck yesterday. Bottom of the hour, we're going to have Pastor Greg on, as usual, on Tuesdays. And uh, we've got, uh, yeah, we've got a, uh, we, it, I never know. We have these long discussions on Monday night, and we figure out what we're going to talk about. And then very often on Tuesday morning, we just go off on another rabbit hole. So you'll just have to stick around with me for that. And in the fourth quarter, we're going to talk about where do we go from here locally in our local elections. And Angela and I talked a little bit about yesterday and our or we talked about that yesterday, and we're both a little disappointed in the school board elections. But uh, so, how do we go forward, and what's next? And so, that is uh, going to be at the end of today's program. But first of all, this week, Thursday night, Thursday night, the Fredericksburg Tea Party is having its regular monthly meeting, and uh, it is going to be a great one. Jill Glover, who is with the Republican Party of Texas. Um, is uh, going to be giving us an update on just about on where all the priorities of the um, uh, Republican Party, where are they and what are they doing? And so that is, uh, we're going to have that, um, that is Thursday night. I lost track of where I was. That is Thursday night. And uh, we meet at St. Joseph's Hall at 6.30, the meeting starts, but we get together early and we have dinner around 6 o'clock and uh, always a great meal uh, provided by Rex Williams and uh, catered by Rex Williams. And uh, so that is uh, dinner at 6 for a suggested donation of $7. The meeting at 6.30 with Jill Glover, and uh, you'll also get updates from all of our focus 
group leaders. Um, and so wherever you, whatever the burr is under your saddle, we have someone at the Fredericksburg Tea Party who is standing up and fighting for that, and there are numerous ways you can join them. Um, for those of you who may already be at the Capitol today, we're going to be in uh, the rotunda most of the day um, in support of House Bill 20. I believe they may have gone into um, a session at 9, and uh, but I'm not too sure about that. But by 10, they will be in session on the floor. And uh, I believe House Bill 20, about our best chance for getting a any kind of... Um, uh, border security is House Bill 20. Um, and so that's what we're doing up here today. And also tomorrow, 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 if you want to uh, come up and join Michael uh, Belsick up here at the Capitol tomorrow, there are, let's see, quite a few gun bills, I believe, coming up tomorrow. And uh, so that is, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, Mike Belsick at the Capitol, and they're saying anybody that wants to testify, you should be at the at the Capitol by eight o'clock. The uh, House State Affairs Building is going to be in the JHR Building, the Reagan Building, um, which is on campus, but not in the Capitol Building. It's a separate building, and uh, there is uh, Senate Bill uh, Twenty Nine, and uh, it's in the House Committee, so that means it's moving. And this has to do with prohibiting government vaccine mandates. And so if that one is your uh, issue, tomorrow is the day to come testify. Um, if you want to restrict drag queens and sexually oriented performances for minors, that bill, Senate Bill 12, has gone through the Senate and is now in the House. And they will be taking testimony on those, all right? And also, tomorrow, if you want to um, uh, speak on House Bill 44, and that is uh, related to discrimination based on immunization status, you can go up tomorrow and um, put your, let's see, that is, this going to go Thursday before the committee. Um, but the best way to get all of this, folks, is to be signed up to the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. That is really the absolute only and best way to do this, is to sign up for the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. Now, normally we come out with one email on Mondays, but during the legislative session, we're going to send you more and more emails. And so... That is because this is the point in time when we really need your attention on so many different things. And so yesterday, we sent out two emails yesterday. One was the regular newsletter, and then the second one later in the afternoon had to do with all the action things you can do today, tomorrow, um, and Thursday up at the Capitol. So Get your Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. Get signed up for it. Go to uh, FredericksburgTeaParty.org, FredericksburgTeaParty.org. Sign up for the newsletter, and that is the best way to keep in touch with what's going on. Well, we're going to take a short break here in a second, but before we go, I want to give you a little bit of some words of wisdom from our uh, one of our founders, Benjamin Franklin, and this is uh, from Poor Richard's Almanac in 1747. And uh, let's see, here's what uh, he says. Tim, 
Tim and his handsaw are good in their place, though not fit for preaching or shaving a face. Tim and his handsaw are good in their place, though not fit for preaching or shaving a face. Now, I think what Ben's uh, talking about in there is each and every one of us has a as a, a, a gift, a talent, and uh, that is good in certain places and not in others. And so I think uh, I, I really like Ben on this one. Tim and his handsaw are good in their place, though not, fitting, not fit for preaching or shaving a face. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. 100% text on He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Man on the scene in Austin. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. I know you have a choice, and uh, I want to thank you for choosing to listen to the Matt Long Show every morning. And um, so uh, we've got, let's give you an update on where the bills are, and that's what I'm doing at the Capitol today. I know I have some friends from uh, Fredericksburg joining me, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, getting together with some uh, Fredericksburg people. And, of course, we were just talking tomorrow uh, about tomorrow, and the bills are going to be heard and some other f- folks that are going to be up here. You may not be able to go to the um, uh, Capitol, um, but if a bill is being heard in a House committee, doesn't have to be a House bill at this point. There's Senate bills that are being heard in the House committee. But if a bill is being heard in the House committee, you can get online from the comfort of your home and sign in and leave your comments on that bill. And to do so, you need to find the agenda for that committee. And at the bottom of that agenda is a link to where you can sign in for those bills. Now, we make it easier if you sign up for the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. I think I've already said that before today, but uh, we also have the direct links in the newsletter. Um, I want to point out a part of an interview I heard last night with uh, our Attorney General, Ken Paxton, and it actually confirmed a rumor or some talk. I don't know if it was rumor, conjecture, whatever it is, but one of the things we've been hearing for the last year or so is that Governor Abbott uh, will not make a really bold move at the um, um, border. I mean, he's making some moves, but uh, there's so many of us that want him to just go down there and repel, not just, you know, help people get out of the river, you know, give them a hand up out of the river. But there's a lot of us that want to repel him at the border, and so we've been calling Governor Abbott to do that. And the talk over the last year has been that it's Ken Paxton that is keeping him from doing that, that Ken Paxton has the one that has said you you can't call it an invasion and go down and uh, take, you know, take rest the control away from the federal government. So yesterday, uh, Ken Paxton was being interviewed by Glenn Beck, 
and he gave away his hand and uh, in one sentence and it was real easy to uh i just hit go back 15 seconds and uh listened to it about three times but what ken paxton made it very clear that texas uh, as long as that supreme court stand on that the supreme court took on arizona enforcing their um, border um, as long as that is still standing paxton um, is not going to give the okay for us to do anything at the border. He's not going to give that legal um, okay to the governor. So you should listen to Ken Paxton's uh, interview with Glenn Beck yesterday, um, easy to find, and uh, give you a little bit of insight on uh, why we're not doing more at the border and also kind of confirms the talk that I've been hearing that it is Ken Paxton that is keeping us from being a really aggressive at the border. Um, so let's go now to Jill Glover's report. Now, if you signed up for her newsletters uh, at the TexasGOP.org, you already got this in your mail yesterday, but I'm sure quite a few of you did not. So if you go to TexasGOP.org, and uh, look for the tab that says 88th Ledge, L-E-G-E, or 88th Legislative Session. There will be a, a, a tab there that says Legislative Priorities or Priorities Updates or Priority Reports, something like that. And click on that, and you will get to be able to see the uh, mail that Jill Glover sent out yesterday. And uh, so here's uh, some of the action items she's saying. Here's what Jill says where we are right now. Says uh, the House of Representatives is at a crossroads. Uh, while it is on the verge of doing great things for our citizens, it is also on the verge of sailing us down the river. We have three weeks left in the legislative session, and many legislative priority bills are getting close to the governor's desk. And they are also at risk of a sudden death. Um, of course, you've been hearing me talk about Senate Bill 14. Um, that was delayed on Tuesday. That is the uh, bill that would ban the mutilation of children, whether it be chemical or, or uh, 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 surgical mutilation or even the psychological mutilation of our children. Senate Bill 14 would help. Uh, prevent that and uh, the activists shut us down on Tuesday and then again on Friday this bill has now gotten out of committee and is um, the last I saw it is being reported to the uh, the committee on committees or something silly like that before it goes to calendars before it then gets put on the floor again so what we need today is calls to lieutenant um, calls to the speaker of the house Dade feeling his office needs to hear that we want Senate Bill 14 to go back onto the floor and we want him to stop putting up with the shenanigans of the Democrats, that we want this bill to have a fair vote on the floor and not just be point of ordered out, pooed out, as uh, I like to say, it's P-O-O, point of order, and uh, the Dems are really good at pooing out things. And so we need uh, calls to the Speaker of the House, Dade Phelan's office, that we want Senate Bill 14 to get a fair um, a vote and hearing on the floor. Um, 
So also, uh, Senate Bill uh, 1072 um, has gone from the Senate to the House, uh, but it's gone into public education. Um, and uh, this is, uh, it's stalled there. This has to do with uh, critical gender theory in public schools, but uh, it is yet to have a hearing in public education. Um, so uh, House Bill 20, that's the border security bill that we are up here for. If you want to today, it, uh, call your representative, uh, Murr, Troxclair, or whoever your rep is. That vote will be done today. You can tell them either yes, vote for uh, House Bill 20, or um, vote a uh, vote for it, or thank them for voting for it. So uh, let's see. We need them. Uh, oh yeah, here's another. Here's another to do. Uh, the state affairs, and that was just the one I was just talking about. No, it wasn't. But uh, the state affairs uh, committee has uh, some bills that need to uh, be heard. And uh, Senate Bill 12 is uh, election bill, and uh, it's not going anywhere right now. It came out of the uh, Senate. And if you recall, at the uh, end of the last uh, special session, when the uh, Republicans tricked us and they uh, turned a felony into a misdemeanor without uh, telling anybody, doing exactly the opposite of what the grassroots wanted them to do, well, that bill, uh, if you recall, uh, Dade Phelan said, uh, yeah, we're not going to bring that up again. That's been discussed, and it's a done deal. So will Dade Phelan change his mind? Well, that's up to you. Um, if you want all these details that I was just telling you about, go to TexasGOP.org. Go over to the uh, uh, priorities report, uh, legislative priorities report, and find the um, Email posted from yesterday, the posting from May 8th will be up there. Give you all the information I just gave you, the names and all of that, and uh, that way you'll be able to make some phone calls and do something today. So we're going to take a short break and uh, get Pastor Greg on the line with us today. I'm gonna, I think we're going to talk about uh, local uh, election turnout and what it's going to take to uh, motivate people to get engaged and get involved. So y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. the Texas Legislature. Here's Matt Law. All right, folks, we are back and we are joining as we do every do our every Tuesday our good friend Pastor Greg Young with the Chosen Generation. Good morning, Pastor Greg. Hey, folks, great to be with you. This is Pastor Greg and you're listening to Chosen Generation Radio and also the Matt Long Show. Uh, on our network uh, and networks, as well as uh, across the way there at the uh, Hill Country Patriot Radio. So great to be with you, Matt. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me, and uh, welcome to all the Hill Country Patriots that are uh, that are tuning in right now. Great to be with you. 
Absolutely. You know, we're up here. I'm up at the Capitol uh, during legislative session, and we are wrapping up the session, and we've got our fingers crossed. We've got piles of bills that uh, may or may not get through, and it's hard to tell which one is going to go where. So lots of prayer going on and uh, lots of battles still to fight in the last couple of weeks of the legislative session. Um, but, you know, Pastor Greg, you and I yesterday talked about um, the local turnout and uh, what is going on in our local elections, the elections that affect us the most. Um, we had a school board election here in uh, the Hill Country, and uh, the turnout was uh, abysmally low, the same as it has been for a long time. And uh, yet when uh, somewhere around 10 or 20 percent or 10 to 15 percent and then when we get to the uh, even-numbered years, we get uh, 70 75% voter turnout. We have amazing voter turnout in even-numbered years, but not in odd-numbered years. What are we doing wrong, Pastor Greg? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, we're talking even-numbered years. We're talking about presidential elections. We're talking about, you know, uh, what what people tend to consider to be, I guess, the the important stuff uh, is 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 the idea, uh, but what's interesting about that, Matt, is is that you know then then everybody shakes their fists for the next four years because right. just like what's happening right now in Austin, right? You you you've got uh, you've got the 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 gender modification bill. It's it's pretty much dead. Uh, you've got the border security bill. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, you know, uh, for those that are that are concerned about school, you've got a school choice bill. There are some uh, on the conservatives who are glad the, con- the school choice is not necessarily going to go through only because uh, for the same reason that we're not seeing a gender modification bill, for the same reason that we're not seeing border security, for the same reason that we are seeing a bill that wants to take away uh, certain portions of our Second Amendment rights. Um, because, you know, any, any time that you allow government or let the government squeeze in, they're, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna take away your rights. They're not gonna do what the Constitution has mandated is the only responsibility of the government. The only reason they're given power is to defend our rights. That's it, yep. Matt. That's it. Yeah, it is. And, and I'm, I'm not sure that we need to go back to the basics. You know, it's maybe there's just a lack of understanding in the population about that. Maybe that's where we need to be going is going back and teaching the bits from day one about, uh, personal responsibility. And the government is not here to save you and that's not their job. And you don't want the government to save you. I mean, you really don't want it if you stop and think about it. Just take a look at their track record and, and show me one good, great thing that they've done besides win a couple of world wars. What, what has the government done to help us? And it rarely does. It's always taking away something, trying to control us or taking away some kind of rights. And the local elections where we have the most effect on our daily lives is where we do not um, is where our our voters are not showing up, and it's uh, it's painful to see that. 
Well, it's painful for those of us that recognize that it's painful. You know, uh-huh. the, the, I mean, we've got, if, if you stop and think about this, uh, and I've talked about this on my program before, you know, we look back and we say, oh, they took prayer and the Bible out of school in the 1960s, and that, that's when it all fell apart. No, it all fell apart in, 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 in right after World War I. It, it all fell apart when, when we decided to make education a, a federal affair. And we began the Department of Education, and Dewey started, and we started to, quote-unquote, standardize the education system. It, it all fell apart. We had roughly 30 years. It all fell apart at the, at, the, at the Scopes trial. It all fell apart when we started saying, hey, you know what? God didn't make this. God didn't create any of this. I mean, that concept and that idea was 30 years old when we finally eliminated the Bible and prayer from school. We were set for that. That's why nobody raised their hands. We look back at that, and I've heard it for years. Well, why didn't anybody say anything? Why wasn't there a fight? Why didn't anybody? Well, what happened? Because, folks, for 30 years they had been told there was no God and the Bible was a lie. They'd already been being told that for 30 years. An an entire generation. Absolutely. And so now you've had probably at least three, and you could even estimate as many as four generations that have been raised to believe that the state has all the answers, and they have slowly said to us that our children don't belong to us, and, and the majority of us were raised in that. We're raised to believe, well, yeah, we've got mom and dad, but, you know, mom and dad are pretty stupid. They don't really know anything. You know, we're brighter than they are. And actually, the ones that are really bright is, is the state. The state yeah. has all the answers. That's what we've been taught. You know, we, I remember Al Gore uh, telling uh, kids that they know better than their parents. Um, and if you go as far as back as Woodrow Wilson, where he said, and of course he was World War One, just speaking of World War One, mm-hmm. Woodrow Wilson was talking about higher education, about college, and the statement he made was that the idea uh, that that the, the college, the goal of college was to make our all right, we're picking up Harley here. The goal of college was to make our uh, kids as different from their parents as possible. And so you can go back over a 100 years and show this pathway. And where and why were people not standing then? And how, and, and how are we going to answer now for those of us who are not standing now to those 20 or 30 years down the road? Well, again, you know, and I think the thing that you and I talked about last night is, and, and, and the question that, that we ask is, how much, how much pain is enough? Uh, you know, how, how much pain are people going to have to experience before they're going to say, no more? I, I, I won't let this go any further. We've had some of that. I would suggest that we have had some of that. When, when we consider what's gone on, in the schools, and and we talk about mama bears, and I'm glad to see mama bears, but I have to tell you, Matt, I, I'm I'm wondering, okay, where are the papa bears? Yeah, 
What, yep. Why? Why is it? And 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 quite honestly, it's the same situation we have in the church. The yeah. church is full of 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 women, which is you know, and 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 who are all praying and and trying to drag their kids to church. But you know what, dads, you need to get your butts up out of your seat and get in, get into the church. You need to start praying with your children. You need to start telling your kids how important God is in your life. Yep. You know, and I want to say this. We've had some good uh, Papa Bears. Brandon Airy was standing up in Kerrville, and unfortunately he did not win his uh, uh, seat in Kerrville on the school board. But there are Papa Bears out there, but, man, not near as many, not near, near as many. And uh, we need all of them. We need all of them. The pain you were talking about, you know, I come from a uh, an alcoholic uh, 12-step program, and one of the things we say in that program is that no one else can make you sober, all right? It's only you yourself that can make yourself sober. And for a lot of people, in order to get to that place, they have to hit their bottom. We call it hitting their bottom. They're, the pain has to be hard enough to cause you to want to change your ways. And I, I'm sometimes, and this is true, uh, quite often is that many alcoholics, the bottom is death or the pain is actually death and they don't recover. And so I'm frightened when we apply that to here, you know, are we waiting for people to die before we get uh, fully engaged? I, I don't know. What is bottom, Pastor Greg? Well, I think I think you've touched on it in, in in this sense because I honestly think that you know if if we presuppose that people, somebody hasn't died over these questions and over these issues, then then we're we're pretty blind. There are there are millions of babies who have died. I saw a great little TikTok about that, by the way, uh, last night that I thought was interesting or a real. I, I don't know. It was on on one of the real things that I was watching. Uh, where they had a guy that was on there and, 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 uh, and the question was, you know, well, you know, uh, you know, where at, at, don't you believe, you know, in, in, in life? And the guy said, look, I, I believe that, a uh, it's a, it's the woman's body. Okay. So, uh, once it was about once the child is born and comes out of the birth canal, now it's a life. But as mm. long as it's in the woman, it's not a life. It's the woman's right to choose. And one of the other people on the panel said, Okay, so so if they're doing meth while they're pregnant, you're okay with that, right? And the guy was like, "Well, no, no, that's not okay. No, as a matter of fact, I I, I think that if you're, if they're doing meth while they're pregnant, they they the, the child services should come in. Somebody should come in and should put a stop to it." And the right. guy said, "Well, why is that?" And he said, "Well, because they're they're intentionally killing the baby." Huh. Well, well, hang on a minute. I thought yep. it was a woman's body. Yep. Yep, we hear it. We still see warnings. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't go into bars very often, but I had lunch uh, here uh, uh, at the Chili uh, Parlor last week, and as soon uh, when you walk in the door there, there's a sign that says, if you think you're pregnant, don't drink alcohol. And uh, so we see that all over the place. I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, 
someone put up a bill, and I haven't checked on it. I didn't think it was going to go very far, but there was a bill someone put up that said um, we should allow a pregnant woman to use the high occupancy lane, and uh, because there's two people, what do you what do you think about that one? And who and and are our police officers going to be giving? Uh, um, be taking uh, pregnancy strips. Do uh, do uh, are you going to have to pee on a strip for an officer if you get pulled over? I don't know how they're going to measure that one, but I thought it was well, kind of interesting. Well, you, you you know that they do actually put dummies in in the seats next to them, you know, to get into those seats. I mean, there there are people who would do that. So you got to wonder if somebody's just going to stick a pillow. And 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 here's and here's a question for you. I wonder would 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 that Thompson fellow, if he stuck a pillow underneath his his uh, his shirt, would and and said that he was a pregnant woman? I mean, who's going to argue with him? Oh man, I can't believe you brought that in. Yet you're going to bring in the swimmer into this discussion. Oh yeah, I'm telling you. Any way, any way to do that. So. Uh, we, you know what, folks, we we are living in an absolutely insane, upside down world, and and we, the only way, I mean, at the end of the day, the only way we're going to change it is we, we we individually have to decide to make a change and then let our change affect those around us and cause a change in them. That's the absolutely only way this works. And we can only do it through the Lord and with the Lord and through and with prayer. Pastor Greg, it's always good to have you on Tuesdays. We're going to be reading from Ezekiel 33 here in a minute, so don't know where you're headed today, but that's where we're headed after a short break. Thank you, Pastor Greg. God bless you all. Take care. Have a wonderful day. All right, we will. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we will be right back. Y'all stick around, please. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Live from the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Long. All right, folks, we are back. Let's uh, wrap up this fourth quarter before I get to go into the under the pink dome and uh, and encourage encourage our um, our uh, uh, legislators to do the right thing. Um, I want to get to a little bit, spend a couple of minutes on how do we behave now with the new school board, and this doesn't just apply to Fredericksburg and Kerrville, but everywhere else as well. Um, we've had a, we, we've, we had a little bit of a loss. We consider a defeat in Fredericksburg School Board, and, and I think Brandon Airy not getting a seat in uh, Kerrville, that's definitely a defeat. So what do we do now? Where do we do now? Do we go back up there and we just get louder and angrier and shout more and, uh, and raise more uh, of a fuss? I do not believe so. I don't think that's how we start this out. As soon as the new uh, school board is sworn in or whatever process they go through to take their seats, we need to start attending the school board meetings regularly. 
and I say we, I'm talking to the people who consider the schools, whether it be Fredericksburg or Kerrville or Harper or wherever else you're listening, if that is the burr under your saddle, is if that is the thing that just says, oh, I can't believe what they're doing in our schools and the books and the this and the that and the, the sex teaching and all of that, then you can whine and complain about it every couple of years when we have elections and you can look for somebody new. But the most important thing to do is be a regular at the school board meeting. Now, if the schools, if that's not your issue, if the border's your issue, and that's a big deal to you, then there are things you can do. But if the schools and education is the burr under your saddle, here is your assignment. Go to every single school board meeting. You want to know when they are? You can go to FISD's website, or you can even go to the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter where Tara usually has the dates up of all of those coming, of all the school board meetings coming up, or makeschoolsafeagain.com. Make schools safe again. Look that site up. And they will give you those dates. But if that's the burr under your saddle, you're not happy with these elections, you need to go to every single school board meeting. It's once a month. I mean, we you've got it in your schedule to go to church every Sunday, and you've got it in your schedule to go to a Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting the second Thursday of every month, and you've got it in your schedule. Add to your schedule the school board meeting. Stay in touch with everything they do so that you'll know what you're talking about. When the time comes for you to speak up, either in support of what they're doing, which hopefully is the case, or speak up against what they're doing. And the other thing I suggest, and I have since day one, not only just go, be there, go, just be there, be there, but also take notes, or in the very least, pretend to take notes, all right? They can't see what you're writing, but if they're up there speaking and you're furiously writing something down, they may be thinking, holy mackerel, I better watch what I'm saying. Someone out there is writing everything down. These are good things. Keep them on their toes. But go in, pay attention. Don't just go when you're angry. Don't just go when there's the hot topic that you want to go talk about and yell and bring a sign. Go to every single meeting. Go and be engaged. If you live in the city of Fredericksburg and you are either happy or not happy with the local, with our, our um, uh, city council elections, the same thing. My message is not changing. This is now over four years. I've done over a thousand shows. I think this is probably show 1,018 or 20 or something like that. My message has never changed. You must be present. Government goes to those who show up. And that doesn't mean show up and yell. Sometimes it means show up and yell, but most of the times it just means show up. Government goes to those who show up. Go. Be there. Know what's going on. Don't be caught unawares. And instead of coming in at the last minute and shaking a fist, be there all along and keeping an eye on them. And develop a relationship with at least one of the members. 
if you don't know any of the school board members, just pick one that you think you might be able to have a conversation with. Get in touch with them. They have ways to get them through the email. And go have breakfast or lunch. Buy them some coffee or something. Go Get to know at least one of the people on the board. I, and, and, and go to every meeting. Go to every meeting. My message has not changed. Build a personal relationship with those who are representing you, those your, your elected servants. And, um, and yeah, and, and attend every meeting. So before we go away, I want to uh, go to Ezekiel 33 because this has to do with being a watchman and what happens if you're watching out for the city and, and what is your job if you're watching out and paying attention, which is what I think all of us should be doing, but everybody can't be a watchman. But what about the watchman? And so the word of the Lord came to me saying, and this is Ezekiel 33, Son of man, speak to the sons of your people and say to them, If I bring a sword upon a land and the people of the land take one man from among them and make him their watchman, and he sees the sword coming upon the land and blows on the trumpet and warns the people, then he who hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning, and a sword comes and takes him away. His blood will be on his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not take the warning. His blood will be on himself. But had he taken the warning, he would have delivered his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned... And a sword comes and takes a person from them. He is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require from the watchman's hand. Now as for you, son of man, I have appointed you a watchman for the house of Israel, so that you will hear a message from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you will surely die. And you do not speak to warn the wicked from his way. That wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require from your hand. But if you, on your part, warn a wicked man to turn away from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he will die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your life. All right, and so it's real interesting that uh, Ezekiel repeats, or actually God giving the message to, re, uh, to Ezekiel, repeats the same message. He says there's two options. He says, I've, I've made you a watchman, all right, so you can, uh, the watchman can uh, tell people what's happening or not tell people what's happening, all right, so you got two options. And if the watchman tells people what's going on and the people do not take action and don't do anything, well, it's on their head. The watchman has done his job. But if the watchman tells the people and pays and, and, and lets them know and they act on that, then everybody comes out. That's, that's a, uh, what do they call that? A plus plus or, uh, uh, I can't think of the, the term right now. Too positive. That's a plus plus there. Um, if, if the um, watchman does not warn, oh, man, then you're in serious trouble, right? Because you as a watchman have been given a seri very serious job. And if you feel you're a watchman, then you need to be watching and letting uh, people know. And so that's where our jobs are. You're a, I'm, a, I'm a watchman. I, I take myself as a watchman here at the Capitol. 
Um, we have watchmen on the schools. We've got Tara, who's doing the watchmen on the schools. We've got uh, Jeanette, who is the watchman on the city. <clears throat> and they are sending out warnings. Are you following their advice? Are you heeding their advice? Are you following up? Or are you just letting them tickle your ear? What, what, what is it? How do you respond to the watchman? And that is on you. You have lots of watchmen out there. There's a lot of people doing this, watching and warning. Are you going to heed their watches, heed their warnings? That's up to you, folks. Um, I will be back in the studio tomorrow and uh, hopefully sitting right there in the studio right now. I can't see her, but I'll bet you Lorraine Lamond is sitting there ready to go and uh, she always has a great program y'all stay tuned for Lorraine and we'll see y'all manana